What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. And welcome to the Wednesday morning check-in. I apologize for not being available this past Monday, as I said on my episode yesterday. Also, I know my episode yesterday, the audio cut out right at 1344, I believe. And at the end of the podcast, I was essentially just talking about how if you work remotely, uh, now and you have been for some time and you've been able to adjust to working remotely, then now is a good time to seize that moment and jump into opportunities and do things that, you know, traditionally or maybe in the past you didn't really consider doing or think about doing, like living in another state or living in another country or, I don't know, living outside of your town, taking more trips because you have the full day to yourself to be able to do that. I touched on how it's difficult for people with families and with kids, but also it may not be that difficult, right? Uh, you can go to another town and your kids can still get to school if you have time to drive, drive them to school, depending on the type of job that you have. So, I mean, there are a lot of things out there for us to do and explore now that in some ways working from home has given us our time back, right? Our time to grocery shop during the week, our time to catch up on, you know, chores during the week so that we can take advantage of our weekends, Right, because so much of the week is always dedicated to work and resting, work, resting, family, TV shows. Right, then the weekend is, you know, uh, errands, things I have to take care of. All that uh, work from home has really given us the opportunity to do more uh, than just that and have more time to do things that we want to do. But that takes, you know, scheduling, planning, sticking to a routine, and also discipline. So it's 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 easier said than done. I understand, uh, but it's definitely able to be done. Uh, you know, given the right mentality and given the right, yeah, just, I guess, gusto. And if you really, really are interested in doing something like that, but I'd say definitely look into it. Definitely think about it, especially the living in a different place thing, which is what I'm going to be talking about today, right? So when I made the decision to come back uh, home from Taiwan, uh, it wasn't necessarily the, no, it wasn't, oh, I really, really, really want to come back home, right? I miss home. I want to be in America. I want to live in America. I had friends who came back, you know, during the pandemic, and that was their thing. It's like, man, I really, really miss America. Um, as I sit here and I, you know, I, I, I process my reason, it wasn't necessarily that. I had always said when I opened the bar two and a half years ago that I would be back home this summer, right? This is the summer that, you know, my grandmother, her birthday, I want to be here for a birthday. My mother's turning 60. Um, you know, my sister's birthdays, my nieces and nephews' birthdays are all in the summertime, literally from April to August. And then my mother's is around Christmas, but I was going to come home for Christmas as well. But um, I had always committed to that. Like I wanted, I missed being around my family. I missed the things that were happening in the summer. And I knew that I wanted to come home. That didn't necessarily mean you know, that I was committed necessarily to living, working and being in America full time. Like that's not necessarily what that meant. Right. So there are, there are a variety of reasons that expats decide to come back or go back to their home countries. Some of them are tired of where they want to be. Some of them uh, are just like, yeah, it's time for me to go home. It's time for me to be back in America. And some people are just like, yeah, you know, I, I, like I did. I just want to go home to see family, like no matter for how long. But, you know, when you've been like myself living abroad for uh, over a decade, like that's a very, very long time. Like when time when is time up for you to go back? Now, I don't want to answer the question of, is it okay to go back? Should you go back? Because I think that wherever home is for you, right, if you have home there, and for me, home is family. If you have family in that location, you know, close family, then there's never a wrong or a bad or a time that you cannot go back home, 
Like, I firmly believe that if you have come, like, and then you have to come from a good family, of course, and you have to like, like them and love them. And I like and love and have a great family, right? But when is time up for an expat after that extended period of time of living abroad? And then moreover, when is it too long being away? Like, when have you felt like you've been away for too long? Like, I've never had the feeling that I've been away from America for too long. I also made it a point to come back home from America you know, once a year, you know, after I've been abroad for four, three or four years. And even if I couldn't come back once a year, I would come back once every two years or I would stay for an entire summer. So I never felt that disconnected, you know, from being back home. But now that I am back home and that many others, you know, during the pandemic have decided to go back home, like we're faced with a lot, you know, of different challenges, a lot of different things that I've talked about in previous podcasts, but I want to speak about a little bit differently, right? One of the things that uh, I think expats who have been removed from home for so long, and my, myself included, kind of take for granted or kind of forget that uh, there's a difference between visiting and living. And for those of you who have visited me in Taiwan uh, or have visited someone else abroad, and I'm not talking about just going to a different, uh, okay, we can talk about going to a different city in America too, or a different city in whatever country you're from, but there is a huge difference between visiting and living, right? And I was talking to, I was talking about this with my sister the other day. I said, well, you know, when, because uh, she lives in Atlanta and my family lives in Chicago. And I was like, you know, it's different when we come back for the holidays. I said, and now she kind of understands more of how I felt. I'm like, because even though I'm back and, you know, I hate the snow, I hate the wintertime, I hate being cold, but I love being here for family time, right? You know, the Christmas, you know, opening the gifts, being with the nieces and nephews, being with my mother, seeing how happy she is to have all of her kids together. Um, the difference is when you come back and you're visiting, you have a return ticket. <laughs> So even if things are going super well, you're sad because you're leaving. If they're going kind of bad and you're ready to go, you have something. There's a light at the end of the tunnel as an expat. And I'm speaking specifically for an expat because you know that while all of your stuff isn't with you, you got your stuff back home, right? You're worrying about you have your own space, your own home. And for some of us aren't fortunate enough to come back home and have your own home. Right. Like if you have a family house, you're still living with someone under someone's roof. And while some families make that may be cool for some, it may not be cool for others. It's cool for me, but I've also heard horror stories where it's not cool for others because you're so used to having your own. You're so used to having your own things and doing things your own way that it can be a little bit of a, you know, a life shock to have to come back to a place you call home, but you don't have your own home. (laughs) You're living with someone and you're kind of in a rebuilding stage, right? Unless you plan for an extended period of time to come home at a certain date, which most expats after they've been abroad or after they've lived abroad for an extended period of time, most of us have not done that. Like most of us have not done that. Like that's just not a reality that that we're living. So it is it's a di- big difference between living and visiting when you're back home. And there's a lot of rebuilding, a lot of restructuring that goes into that. One of the biggest things that I think, you know, expats and even myself included had to realize was things change. And I'm not just talking about technology, right? Because that's the easiest and the obvious things that actually change. Technology, how things are done, right? Tech, from a technological perspective, that's that kind of comes with the territory. But things actually change. Like when you're away, you are somewhat disconnected to how your family operates, Right, you're disconnected to how culturally things are. If you're from a big city like Chicago, you're definitely disconnected to, you know, which areas are safe, which areas aren't safe, where the potholes are, right? How much food costs? Like little things you don't really take into consideration. So you may make a budget and you get back and they didn't flip the script on everything. Because what you have access to in your foreign country isn't the same as what you have access to in your hometown. And also you get into habits 
right? Routines, the way that you like to do things. Because we all, I grew up doing things in one particular way back home. But as you get older and as you have your, as you have your own family, whether or not you live in your own home or not, whether or not you live in the same country or not, you adapt, you adjust, you create your own routine. You create, you create your own ways of living that are accustomed to you. And it is a huge adjustment period to have adjustment point, adjustment period, adjustment time to have to come back, you know, home. And I'm specifically talking about coming back home and readjust, right? Some things that you did before you can't really do again now. And again, there is no exit. There is no no light at the end of the tunnel, meaning, oh, I'm just here for a short period of time. So when things get rough, right, when you have a bad day or when you're when you're like, man, I'm just so frustrated with how I have to live here. These are things you may find yourself saying, because, again, we are comparative people. We love to compare. Well, when I was in Taiwan, I didn't have to go through this. And when I'm in America, I got to go through this. I don't necessarily say that because I went through that nine years ago. I now understand, love, appreciate, and respect my hometown, my home country for what it is, and Taiwan for what it is. But it does still kind of seep into your brain. Like, man, like, I hate having to struggle through this. This is, and it kind of highlights to you the reason why you lived where you lived, whether it's another city, another country, another town versus your hometown. It brings to light why you decided to do some of those things. For me, I love the convenience of Taiwan. Loved it. Not necessarily too convenient here in Chicago. It's just not. It's expensive to do everything. I need to drive every day. In Taiwan, I barely drove. I, I could go weeks without driving. Why? The grocery store was behind me. Convenience store was next to me. Drinks, everything I needed was right there. And then I had a home. So I had, everything I needed was within walking distance. My gym was within walking distance. My life was super convenient. And I love that about my life. I appreciated that about my life. I felt healthier as a result of that. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm adaptable. I can adjust because I am a traveler. The traveling black expat is what I want to do. I understand that that comes with its challenges of, ad of adapting and, you know, adjusting to things. But I, I also appreciate and I love a certain level of comfort. That's the difference between visiting and living. When I was visiting, I was all for that. Like, yeah, let me get a car. I want to go out and see everybody. I want to drive around. I want to do this, that, and that. I love that. I love being out. I'm going to go see my friends every weekend. We out. We turn it up. But now that I'm living, I'm like, oh, no, I'll catch y'all next weekend. I need to chill. <laughs> I don't feel like driving. I feel like I'm always in my car. Love my car. I feel like I'm always in it, though. It's like, man, like, when, when can I just sit down and watch TV? I find myself not having time to do things that I really, really enjoy doing back in Taiwan. Right? I find myself struggling to make time to be creative, right? To do my YouTube channel, right? To do podcasting. I have to recreate a routine that works for me. But being back home, you sacrifice a lot of things. I'm either going to sacrifice creativity, or I'm going to sacrifice time with family, or I'm going to sacrifice times with friends. So I really, it really just depends on the work that you're doing. You know, when I was teaching, I was always around people. Then when I became an entrepreneur, I wasn't. So what I ended up felt like I was lacking, you know, was was family, was people. I like being around people. I like talking to people. I like talking in general, right? That's why I have a podcast. But there's a huge difference between, you know, visiting and living. And I think it's something that the expat community and that we don't really talk about a lot. And even families, like when you welcome somebody back from abroad, that you kind of have to think about. Right? And again, my circumstances for coming home were very, very different. They weren't the best circumstances. Right? And I understood that. And I'm not going to project that onto my family. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be too down on myself for wanting to come back home, but then having to come back home under, the, under those circumstances. A pandemic, losing my business. 
right? But the fact is, and when I sit back and I just reflect on it, that things change, right? Things change and it's an even bigger change when you remove yourself from a space that you've been in for an extended period of time and then you place yourself back pretty much where you started. And it feels like you're starting from scratch. It feels like you're rebuilding unless, again, this is for people who didn't, I'm going to go abroad for a year, I'm going to do this, and then after a year, I'm going to go back home. I'm not speaking to those people because you had a plan. You had things set up in a way that when you came back, it will be exactly what you anticipated. But what about the abruptly removed from their environment expat, which is what a lot of us are faced with now during this pandemic? The I'm coming home, but I didn't think I was going to come home this fast. Man, what do I do? Right? Because I've had I've, several expats I've talked to specifically who were living and working in Taiwan. Came back and was like, yep, can't wait to get back to Taiwan. Some of them are now, some of them are now like, nah, you know what? I'm actually going to stay in America. Uh, Taiwan was looking a little crazy this summer, but they got their stuff back together. And now like, like, like they're, they're teeter-tottering between, ooh, like I love being at home. I love my family. But ooh, man, I really do miss Taiwan. And that's why, you know, when I'm speaking about, you know, the thing for this week is, you know, taking advantage of the work from home opportunities that are there and the ways in which you can live in other places, right? Because again, you guys know my dream and my goal and what I'm going to do and what I'm working toward, right, uh, is to live between two countries. Because again, I like my life style in Taiwan. I like my life in America. My life is my family. My lifestyle is how I eat, how I exercise, how I live, how I feel, and mentally where I can be the most creative. And I think a lot of people kind of take for granted is that you can have two things that suit you and that make you the best version of yourself. That doesn't necessarily have to mean where you live. It can be how you work and where you work, who you associate yourself to, right? Think about it. We pick and choose which friends we hang out with when based on how we feel, how we want to feel, and what we want to do. But there are also other areas in our life we can still have that same level of control. And the last question I kind of want to touch on, because again, I'm almost at my 15-minute mark, is... When you come back home and you decide that you want to leave or you end up pack up, packing up and going back home uh, for expats, this is a question for expats. And even if, you know, if you moved away from your hometown, uh, do you even really want to go back home after you've been away for an extended period of time? I truly think about it outside of family. I'm not saying to see family. Of course, you want to see family. But once you remove yourself from your home and you've seen how much you've grown, whether it was hard, whether it was easy, a struggle or not. Right. Do you ever really want to go back? to what you used to be, which in some ways going back home is. Unless you know you have this, you know, you're buying a new house in your same hometown or you're starting a new business or like, do you ever really want to go backward? And for an expat, are you going backward when you go back home? When it was unplanned, even if it is planned, do you ever feel like you're going backward? And that's something I want to dive into. Uh, I'm going to call this next episode on Friday, back, back, forth and forth. But I want, kind of want to leave you guys for that. It's going home, going backward, right? Or it's going home, going forward if you plan to do it, right? And you have, and, and you have a way, and when you're going, you have to understand what you're going home for. Some people need to go home because they need to feel differently. Home can recharge you. And I don't want to just sound like going home is the worst thing ever. It's not. Home can recharge you. Home can uplift you. Right? Home can prepare you for things that you may not have been prepared for. Right? It can help get you back on track to live the expat life. So definitely take those things into account when thinking about, you know, 
Is your time up as an expat? Is your time up in the space that you're in? Is your time up at the job that you're at? Is your time up with the things that you're planning on doing moving forward? Take all that into account. So again, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of my morning check-in with Carl, the black expat. I'm excited about this Friday's episode because of the way we ended today. So again, thank you guys for tuning in. I am Carl, the black expat. You guys have a wonderful Wednesday. I will see you guys on Friday.